0: Yeah, we are live from Media Row here on this Thursday, and we had a seat already for him. He's still in tow trying to get to Media Row, but uh, if he gets here during the course of the interview, we'll, we'll pull up that chair for Bruce Arians, who joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. B.A., welcome back to the Valley. Man, it's great to be back in the Valley, uh, except for the traffic, brother. we uh,
1: we're not quite ready for that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the downtown is kind of a mess right now, but we understand why. <laughs> What's, What's up, up, Legend? So great to have you, B.A. Did
2: you notice that ever since you retired from the Cardinals and the Bucks, that neither team has been the same?
1: <laughs> yeah, I hate that, too. Uh, yeah, that was not the, the season I was hoping for for us this year. I mean, we did win the division, but it was, uh, it was just not the season we were hoping for.
0: What I mean, there's been a lot of theories on what happened to, to Tampa Bay this year, B.A. From, from your perspective, I know the, the injuries on the offensive line early were an issue to overcome, but w- was that the biggest reason, or was there something else?
1: Yeah, that was, I, that was a big part of it, because when you take Ryan Jensen out, I mean, that's that's the heartbeat of the offensive. The, the whole running game, the toughness. Uh, and, and Robert Hange came in, did a nice job, but it's not the same way you take an all-pro guy out. And as a leader, I, I think when we lost Shaq Barrett, we lost some leaders when, when, that's not injury, you know what I mean? We lost some key guys. Yeah.
2: I uh, I absolutely loved your Ring of Honor ceremony in Tampa that preceded that big win over Carolina. Uh, has Michael Bidwell reached out to you? Are you going to get the same deal here in Arizona? Because uh, I think it's lonely without you up here in Glendale, B.A.
1: <laughs> no, you know, I've not talked to Michael about it. Uh, we, we have a great relationship, and I have all the respect in the world for him. And uh, he knows that that so uh we had a great meeting when we played him out there before the game and uh, now i'm hoping the best and uh waiting to see who their coach is going
2: to be. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you. You're not doing anything. Are you, you available, B.A.? <laughs> <PA? laughs> no, sorry, brother. I'm done. I, well, I'm still under contract.
1: I'm a consultant now, so gotcha. I, I'm, I'm done okay. as far as standing on those sidelines and getting Darn. up at 5 in the
2: morning. All well, right, I figured I'd ask, but let me ask you this because um, the previous co- we've had a couple of coaches here struggle with accountability and discipline and all that. You famously were able to coach guys hard and then love them up later. How important is it that a football coach in the NFL be able to coach players hard
1: no, I, think it's, I think you have to be demanding if it if it's not perfect uh, you gotta fix it and uh I think the really good ones all are, you know, and I see some of these young guys now, they have a great rapport with these players, but when, the, when it gets tough, it's, it's hard. It's different for them when everything's going great, but it's easy to coach them, you know, but uh, when you see the down times, and, uh, it, it's really, really hard.
0: Bruce Arians, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Sportsline. Uh, BA's got a Super Saturday brunch going on at STK Saturday from noon to 3, all benefits the Arians Family Foundation. Coach, is there a, a website or somewhere where, where our listeners can get more details on this?
1: Yeah, the the AryanFamilyFoundation dot com's got all the all the uh, the deck on it. And it's got everything for for the brunch on Saturday, and uh, looks like we're gonna have a good time out there. So oh. everybody knows, anytime that it's the Aryan Family Foundation, this is a damn good party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> absolutely. It, it
2: is always one heck of a party. There's no doubt about that. Um, all right, I, I'm curious what you think about this. Now the time has passed a little bit. Uh, wh- what do you think your time in Arizona meant? Because the, again, the, me, a ton of other sports fans here. We miss you terribly because of all, just all the great stuff you brought here. W- what did it all mean in, in retrospect?
1: Oh man, it, it was the opportunity I never thought I'd get. You know, I never thought I. Um. Uh, Michael, not too many people are am sixty year olds now. Yeah, Uh, and I'm hired a 66-year-old, so it's... it's it was the greatest five years of my coaching career, and then to top it off with the three in Tampa and a Super Bowl, just it's unbelievable to think all that happened just because Michael gave me a chance.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I found it uh, interesting too, and there was kind of links to, to your path of, of, of recent years, Coach, and that you know the, the Cardinals they talked to Sean Payton, who had walked away from coaching. He spent a year broadcasting. Uh, all indications were he, he didn't like it very much. He got back into coaching. Can 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 you just recount that time in in your career when you did TV for a year and I know you were jonesing to get back on the sideline? How difficult was it to stay away?
1: You know, I I really wasn't. I I didn't like to travel. Um, CBS was great to work for, but I didn't like to travel. Um, But, you know, everything just kind of fell back into place. And the big key was when Todd and Byron and Keith and Goody, all my 18 assistants were available. I was like, this is a sign, you know? Well, yeah. I told Chris, babe, you're going to walk in 18 wires. It's, uh, it's just the old crew getting back together. <laughs> and I'm, I know how to delegate a little bit better now.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, here's my last question, B.A. Uh, you were a guy who loved big quarterbacks, who could stand in the pocket, take a hit and deliver. Um, what do we do about our quarterback? How do we get Kyler Murray right? You know, he's
1: a different athlete and I think you have to, you have to tailor it around him, uh, to his skill set because he is, he's unique, you know, and, uh, I don't think you want to hamper him with a lot of, um thinking. Just let him play and, uh, that, that that's when he's playing his best.
0: Yeah, it's interesting too. Uh, you know, late in the season, after Kyler went down, we saw a lot more from Cliff Kingsbury's offense uh, with, with David Blau at quarterback, but a lot more under center stuff, and it added wrinkles. And it just seems like at this point, uh, BA, that, that Kyler's not really comfortable under center. As a coach, how do you make a player comfortable doing things he hasn't been comfortable doing?
1: He's got to practice them, keep practicing, practicing, that. and sooner or later, you say, "Nah, this don't work." You know, and uh, you know, the guy has to be on. The, he has to be comfortable on that field, and uh, you don't want to put him in situations where he's not comfortable.
2: All right, just in case I show up unannounced at your lake house this summer, ba, uh, <laughs> how's your how's your golf game looking these days?
1: It, it was really good two days ago. It sucked yesterday at the Open. <laughs> I, I sold it. I scolded on sixteen for the first time in I don't know twenty years. I scolded one. Oh no! <laughs> like, uh-oh. This is, uh oh! I didn't get booed too bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some, you got some equity built up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, it's great to catch <laughs> up yeah. with you and <laughs> Big enjoy. Love. The-